Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in the world of podcasting and how to use their podcast to generate consistent leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited you're here. Hey, Savvies, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I cannot wait to dive into today's episode. But before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to mention that the second annual Profitable Podcast Summit is happening soon, and I'd love if you snagged your free ticket now. You can go and grab your free ticket to the event by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash summit. I'll see you at the event. All right, let's get into today's episode. So sorry for the vocal fry today. I am a little bit congested. It's not the big C word. But yeah, just congested because I live in Texas and our weather fluctuates from like 70 degrees to 35 overnight. And that really messes with your immune system. (laughs) Anyway, so in today's episode, we're going to be diving into how to use Airtable to manage your podcast process. Airtable is one of my all-time favorite tools. So while you definitely can use something like Google Sheets, Excel, or another tool like that. I figured I would share my process with Airtable today because that is what I use. That's what I use for my clients. And it's what I really recommend for your podcast. So for the full experience, I recommend you download my free Airtable podcast content calendar template by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash content or clicking the link in the show notes. Whenever you get the template in your inbox and open it, make sure to hit the copy base button, which is going to be located in the top right corner so that you can have your own copy instead of it populating in the template itself. Okay. So pause this episode, go grab the template and then come back when you have it open, because we're going to talk through each relevant tab. There's a couple more, but I'm going to talk through the top three ones that I want to focus on, or I think you should focus on. All right. By now you should have the template. If not, like I said, pause this episode, but you should have this template. If you're driving or running errands or doing housework or just something where you can't be fully engaged, I definitely recommend you come back to this episode and listen when you have time to sit down and walk through the content calendar with me, because that will be the most beneficial. If you're just listening to this while you're doing something, it's not going to be really useful. So yeah. Okay. Now that you've got your template in front of you, let's dig in. So the first tab on the spreadsheet is the content calendar tab itself. So this is where you're going to put all of your episode titles, your episode type, aka solar guest, the episode launch date, the status of the episode, i.e. planned, recorded, scheduled, published, the call to actions you're going to mention. So for example, like if you're going to shout out a product or a freebie or an event that you're hosting, whatever you're going to be talking about in the episode, like promoting, you're going to put that on there as well. So first I want you to go and fill this out with all of your upcoming episodes for the season. You can definitely add in past episodes here if you have the time, but your upcoming episodes are more important to add here. So take a little bit to do that. And if you haven't planned out your episodes for the quarter or the full year yet, don't worry. You'll just plan out your episode content first, and then you can come back to this step and write in the rest. So if that's you, take about 15 to 20 minutes and write out all your episode ideas and add dates to them before filling out the other details that call to actions in the episode status fields. 
Airtable is a super versatile tool and you can create so many different views of the data, like in a calendar form, which is really handy to see the dates. A grid form, which is going to be the default for this template. So what you're looking at is a grid form. A gallery view, which is pretty cool to see too. And a Kanban view, which is just nice. It just helps cater to a bunch of different learning styles. So yeah, go ahead and get that filled out. Pause this episode and then come back when that part is done. Okay, so let's hop into the next tab. So the next tab is going to be the podcast outreach tab. And this is where you're going to keep track of potential guests that you want to have on your show. So there's a spot for their name, their contact email, their potential topics that you want them to talk about, the outreach status, if you reached out, if you need to reach out to them, that kind of thing, the date you reached out to them, and then Also, I like to include check-in dates just in case they don't get back to you. I like to have a date to circle back so that you don't forget about it. And this just helps so that anytime a new potential guest and topic idea comes to your mind, you can just write it down here so you don't forget about it. Because I know for me, I don't ask people to be on my show all year long. I segmented into different portions. So right now I'm about to be interviewing like six or seven guests for the whole season. And then I'll probably have either one or two more batch days where I record guest interviews as well. And that'll be it for the entire year. So I don't need to reach out to people every single month, essentially. So go ahead, fill this out if you haven't already, or if you have anyone that just pops in your mind, just come back to this tab. It's going to be really useful for keeping track of those people that you want to get on your show, but you haven't reached out to yet. And then the third and final tab I'm going to discuss is the guest submission form. And this is super handy if you have a show that has guests and you want to give people a way to apply to be a guest on your show so that you can properly vet them before. So they're not just sending you like a blanket email. They are like applying here and answering questions that you have for them. So using Airtable for your guest submission form is a great way to eliminate having to use Google Forms for things like this. So you can just have the link to the guest submission form on your website and check it like once a month or so, or however often you're recording new guest episodes. And then you can reach out to whoever you think is a good fit for your show. Having it all within one spreadsheet or as Airtable calls it, a base, it makes it easier for you to keep track of everything with your podcast and access all the information in one place instead of having to use Google Sheets, Google Forms, and a bunch of other tools in tandem. So I definitely think it's really important. You can add whatever you want to the form. I've added a couple of things that I mentioned on my form, but you can customize it however you like by playing around with the form settings and whatnot and just adding whatever you want. But I think these questions are pretty standard and you could do with adding more or you could just leave it as is. It's up to you and how granular you want to get with the questions that you ask. But I definitely think that this is enough for you to take it and run with it without having to add more questions. But yeah, I'd love to know your thoughts. If you listen to this entire episode and worked alongside with me to set up your content calendar through Airtable using my template, you can hit me up in my DMs on Instagram. My handle is at jenny.sunnison. So that's J-E-N-N-Y dot S-U-N-E-S-O-N. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Having this template for both of my podcasts and for my clients' podcasts has really helped me save so much time. And I hope it does for you too. You may not see 
that up first, because obviously it's going to take a bit of time to fill out, but on a weekly and monthly basis, it should definitely help you save time. So you're not digging through a million different tools to make things happen. So yeah, that is it for today's episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you want to check out the show notes for this episode, you can go to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com and I will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave a review. You can find us at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com and on Facebook at Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs and Instagram at Savvy Podcasting. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community and join in on the exclusive community just for Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs listeners. I'll see you there.